0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. A lot of news today. A lot of news coming out of camps. Spring training is well underway. You know, before we realize it, we're probably going to be having some spring training games here soon. It always sneaks up on me. always sneaks up on me, but that's something to to look forward to. And it's just, you know, a sign of spring. I mean, yeah, so we have Sunday, we have a bunch of spring training games. I mean, it looks like a full slate of games. So that's in less than a week, ladies and gentlemen. That's in, what, six days, five days? We got, yeah, five more days till spring training games. But let's just jump into the news. So first of all, Ioannis Cespedes is trying to make a comeback again. He intends to play in 2021. He's going to hold a showcase for teams on March 2nd in Fort Pierce, Florida, And that's according to a report from MLB Network insider Ken Rosenthal. So Sespi was in the big leagues briefly last year. He returned to the field for the first time since 2018 last year. He only appeared in eight games before he opted out for the season due to, quote, COVID-related reasons. That's the reason that was uh, offered. I mean, he hit two homers in his 34-player appearances last year, including a go-ahead shot on opening day to give the Mets a win over the Braves at Citi Field, but he ended up batting 161-15 strikeouts. Cespedes has only played 127 games over the past four years, 81 in 2017, 38 in 2018, none in 2019, and 8 in 2020. He's been dealing with heel and ankle injuries, and then, well, at least he was dealing with them before he got into his 2020 comeback. And over eight major league seasons with the A's, Red Sox, Tigers, and Mets, he's a 273 lifetime hitter with 165 homers and an eight twenty four OPS. He's a former Gold Glove and Silver Slugger Award winner. I mean, at his very best, we all know Cespedes was a superstar on the field, and he had a persona to match it off the field. I mean, he led the Mets to their World Series in 2015, hitting 17 homers down the stretch after the Mets landed him at the trade deadline. And he was great again for them in 2016 when he hit... 31 homers, and finished eighth in the NL MVP voting. And that earned him a four-year, $110 million contract to stay in Queens. But that was his last full season. And a series of injuries have kept him off the field for most of 2017 and 18 before he finally had surgery. Then his rehab was delayed by a fractured right ankle that he sustained during a run-in with a wild boar at his ranch in 2019. So it's been a wild ride for you know, assessment is, but he's trying to make a comeback. He's going to have a showcase here in a week's time, and we'll see what he has left. In other news, Soo Chu has signed with the SK Wyverns of the Korean baseball organization. He's heading back to his home country of Korea, the KBO. It's a $2.4 million contract. It's a homecoming for Chu. He's 38 years old now. I mean, he's a South Korean native. He played in the majors with the Mariners, Reds, Indians, and Rangers from 2005 to 2020. His greatest long-term success came in Cleveland. I mean, he was an on-base machine for the Indians. He hit 292 with a 383 on base, a 463 slugging with 83 homers and 85 stolen bases for the Indians. And, I mean, he was also above average in Cincinnati and Texas. I mean, you can look at his numbers. He had a one- I mean, he's a one-time All-Star guy, but you know, a lifetime, I mean, a li- lifetime slash line, two seventy-five, three seventy-seven slug, four forty-seven, sorry, three seventy-seven on base, four forty-seven slug, two hundred eighteen career homers, one fifty-seven career steals, thirty-five point four graphs WAR in his career. So, twenty twenty was the final season of his seven-year, one hundred thirty million dollar guarantee with the Rangers. I remember when he signed that, you know, he was like the top outfielder on the market in that offseason heading into 2014. Got a pretty big deal with Texas. Signed that. I mean, 2020 was his worst offensive year for the Rangers. But hey, I mean, he's he's old and he played out the bulk of that contract pretty well, if, if you look at it. But um, last year, he divided his time between corner outfield and designated hitter. But yeah, he's going back to Korea. So $2.4 million, that's Pretty decent compared to what he I mean, he probably would have gotten a minor league deal had he tried to stay in the major leagues. So you guys might remember my uh episode about Kevin Mather yesterday, the Mariners CEO. That was that was an interesting one. Well, he's resigned. He resigned yesterday, and that was expected. I mean, a couple statements were released. I mean, obviously, he released an apology. On Sunday night saying he apologized and then the MLB Players Association released a statement yesterday saying that, you know, the video was highly disturbing and it was an important window into how players are generally viewed by management, not just because of what was said, but also because it represents an unfiltered look into club thinking. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said yesterday, the MOBPA is rubbing its hands like Birdman right now. They are going to bring these comments to the table during negotiations this winter. Absolutely. And then the Mariners chairman, John Stanton, also just said, there's no excuse for what was said, blah, 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 all that. So he's going to act as the president and CEO until the team finds a permanent replacement for Kevin Mother. So he's gone. He's out. Manners are going to move on to somebody else. Let's head over to Mets camp. The Mets camp. Well, they have. In case you may have forgotten, they have a guy by the name of Francisco Lindor now. Yes, he's pretty good. He's pretty darn good. But he has he has revealed that there are some rumblings. You know, some discussions between him and the club about an extension there's mutual interest in an extension but he does believe it's too early for serious talks to start and i mean he did say in early january shortly after he was acquired that he wouldn't want to discuss a new contract during the season because he feels that it would be unfair to him and the rest of the team to have ongoing conversations on extension when they should be focusing on you know on winning games and I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't land extension, he's going to hit a star-studded free agent class this winter of shortstops. I mean, we've talked about this before. Lindor Correa, Trevor Story, I think Javier Baez, all those guys are going to be free agents at the same time, and that would make for a pretty interesting – I mean, that's going to be awesome if that happens, to, to watch those sweepstakes and see who gets what. So, yeah, I mean, those are the big, big pieces of news I wanted to share. I mean, I mean, spring training is underway. Ladies and gentlemen, we have five days until spring training games begin. That's going to be interesting. But stay tuned here for more. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.